Well, the new issue of Splash is out. It should be across your desks, in your mailbox, across your desktop. Make sure you subscribe at splashmagazine.com.au. Of course, we are an industry in demand. We take a look at the top five online news stories. We know you love that. And a new bill is passed affecting casual employment. Ready, set, splash. Pentair smart pools are here. Creating smart solutions means taking a holistic approach. As new technologies emerge, people compare the experience of buying from you to your competitors and the experience they receive. At Pentair, there's a strong emphasis on putting customers first. In a world where new technologies pop up all the time, the companies that put customers first are in a position to win. We win, but only the right way. Visit pentairpool.com.au today. Well, can you believe another fortnight has disappeared already? Here we are back together again. Wherever you are, I am so glad that you are joining us on the Splash Ready, Set, Splash podcast. Uh, There is, again, as there has been so much going on, so much to cover. So whether you are at home, cleaning, at work, organising, in the car, transporting kids from place to place or just from job to job, I'm so glad that you're giving us some time. My name is Dave. David Stannett, and I am joined, as always, by the incredible, the amazing, he writes his own material here, he's told me to read it, the one and only Luke Daly. It's larger than life, uh, that is me, and I, like the industry, am quite buoyant, David. Didn't really want to focus on that too much, Luke, but look, I appreciate your buoyancy and the buoyancy of our industry, really driven by some incredible demand. There is a new issue of Splash out right now, issue 135. Uh, We actually touched the cover shot. It's a really cool cover shot. We actually looked at this last episode in the podcast, the Ganyama Aquatic Center, Luke. A beautiful project there that's been done in the burgeoning Green Street precinct. In Sydney, so much investment. We're going to touch on this a little bit later, but the investment that's been done here in commercial swimming pool aquatic facilities is a really good indicator for our industry. Uh, we Just having a look at what the future may hold. Again, let's start with, with the magazine. You'll see the, the cover uh, article on the magazine is to do with, with heat, uh, perfecting the, 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 the pulcation. Now, we're going to deep dive in the next podcast. You'll have to wait till the next podcast. Luke and I are going to get into that from, you know, Sunbay, the boss, Evo, Supreme, Daisy, our incredible industry heat people amongst others. The heat is certainly on, David. So, no, lots to look out for in, the, in this podcast, the next podcast, and certainly in the magazine as well. So, if you haven't got a copy, head to splashmagazine.com.au and make sure you hit that subscribe. Couldn't but, agree more. But, David... I- I like, you know that I like to look at the editorial review as I sit there and contemplate. You are a thinker, Luke, I amongst other things. You definitely are a thinker. I am sometimes. So let's have a look at the editorial uh, that Chris Ma, the editor-in-chief, provides for us. He always does a great job, and I think it sums up kind of the state of the nation of the industry for that edition at any given time. So do you mind, David, humoring me if I just read that out verbatim for us? Please go for it. Uh, and I quote, Uh, For the past year, we've been hearing from builders, retailers, and manufacturers about how buoyant, there it is, David, the word, that wasn't a quote, the swimming construction market is. Yep. Uh, But until this reporting period, the swimming pool development application numbers had lagged stubbornly behind. Yeah, they had indeed. Which we touched on in another podcast as well. But now, Chris says, with a 28% jump for the quarter, it seems they finally caught up. And on top of that, detached home values are soaring yep. to the point where appreciation has reached the highest level since October 1988. Expo, Brisbane Expo 88, if I recall. Uh, detached homes are, of course, the most likely form of housing to have a swimming pool, and many homeowners use their equity in their value of their home to fund renovations and additions, including 
buying a swimming pool or a spa. And of course, that's what we're seeing all around all around the industry. And that leads us really clearly into Expos. Now, look, you've hammered on a sore point for me, Expo 88. I grew up in Melbourne. All my friends got taken to Brisbane to go. I didn't get to go. I just like to lie down at the moment and talk to you about the relationship with my father. Well, feel free to lie down, but here's another pain point for you because I wasn't born until two years later, so I actually have no idea. Okay, moving on. Expos. Luke, we spoke in the last podcast about you travelling back in time to the one city of Adelaide and actually uh, with fairness to Adelaide we do love you please stay on board with us had a phenomenal expo a few weeks ago down there consumers are turning up in droves uh, something like 30% growth on on uh, previous years record numbers which is terrific New South Wales show we were down in Sydney Luke you and I both welcoming consumers at the door having a chat with them as they left it was a terrific event wasn't it this year it was a bit different New South Wales uh, I've been going to the New South Wales expo for I reckon six years now, Dave. Yep. It's was spread over two halls this year, which was awesome. Uh, it was huge. Now, you and I spent a lot of time really on the door talking with potential pool and spa owners, people that are, are typically not yet engaged in our industry and we want them to be engaged with our industry. And the motivation of people turning up to want to make a purchase of pool, spa or both and improve their lifestyle, was it was such a clear message, Luke. Certainly. And the, the conversations that we had, welcoming and also farewelling, David, after they'd spent the hours in the expo. Oh, they're happy as, weren't they? I, like High I fives on the way out. Thanks very much. I think you got a couple of phone numbers, Luke. I certainly did. And our friend Terry by design, if you haven't seen that video, ask me about it, David. Uh, it is it is the coolest video ever. Uh, and I suppose to sum up the New South Wales Expo, highly engaged consumers, David, as you've touched on, which was remarkable. I haven't seen not tie kickers like that before. There was people there to buy. No, exactly. Every single person we spoke to had said they knew what they were coming to look for. And when they left, uh, your question was often, so did you find what you were looking for? And the answer was unequivocally more than we were looking for. They certainly came along and got more than they bargained for. I think there was a lot of stands there that were new or bigger or better or just ready to go. I think it was primed. Yeah, I think it's really important as we talk about these expos because our industry is in demand. So many of you right now are busier than you've ever been. You're up to the neck in it. You're keeping your nose above water day by day as you scurry and scamper and work really hard to strategize and get the consumer demands that you've got in place done. But don't neglect these show opportunities because this is a a really unique type of atmosphere at the moment where we've got more than ever consumers wanting engagement. And it's a little bit like if we miss this chance, if you miss this chance to engage a consumer, they're gone. You know, when the aeroplane takes off with an empty seat, the airline can never get that seat back. That revenue's taken off and it's been lost forever. And that's a little moment that we find ourselves in. And as we were at the expo on the weekend, it was very clear that consumers are ready to purchase very deep david that was that was phenomenal mate i love the love the story there so as we look at this and we've got the brisbane one in a couple of weeks at the time of this release on uh the 23rd off the top of my noggin uh which leaves really one main opportunity in terms of an expo for this year dave brisbane and then of course the victoria expo at the showgrounds down there in the pavilion where they've had the the camping and the boating and the four-wheel driving all the things that are competition really to us are down there well we're going down there uh, as an industry to stake our claim to the consumers of melbourne that we are an industry we are available to you come and engage and spend your money with us 
us because we are going to make your life better for a long time ahead. Mic drop moment there, David. So if you haven't Boom. booked your stand already, take that. get in touch. Uh, the dates are coming up in July, but also reach out. Otherwise, you will miss out on an exhibition stand for an engaged audience there. Can't wait to see you there. Haywood's 1.85 horsepower TriStar VS Pump is built to last even under the most demanding conditions. Super quiet in operation with easy to customise speeds, countdown timers and priming time. It even shows real-time power consumption in watts for immediate feedback to maximise those energy savings. It's designed for simple installation. TriStar variable speed pumps can also operate in standalone mode or connect to the Haywood OmniLogic automation system for seamless control. Visit haywoodpool.com.au for details. That's haywood-pool.com au today. Well, what can you expect to read in Splash Issue 135? Well, there is heaps. Uh, the first thing we're going to take a look at will be the Fair Work Amendment Bill. And Luke and I, you and I are going to take a bit of a dive into this later on today because there's a lot around that. That bill has now been passed into legislation affecting casual work. We'll jump into that a bit later. What else is in this mag, Luke? Yes, we will pretend to be smart a bit later on, David, but we're also going to have a look at Watercoast celebrates the 40-year milestone, which is huge. That is huge. It's uh, slightly older than you and slightly younger than me, but it is a long time. Also, uh, teaching adults to swim with a smile, having a look at a story there. Beautiful message, actually. I've done some reading into that and, and looked at some adults who never learned how to swim as a child, which is foreign to me because I grew up as a millennial uh, and it kind of became conditioning. But fascinating there. It's a really interesting uh, process. Now, John O'Brien uh, talks around the COVID impact that has basically accelerated some people to exit retail, but opening opportunities for others to come into our industry as well, Luke. That's right. The head article as well that we've already addressed briefly, but we'll deep dive into heated water makes for the perfect pulcation. Vita Dante has a look there at how heating sales have gone through the roof. One of the coolest names in our industry, Vita Dante. We appreciate you and we just love your name. We salute it. Climate Care program continues to expand we take a look at that and lastly luke the cover photo which we've also addressed but let the sun shine in saving energy at sydney's newest pool uh the gunyamar pool there with andrew corsese and andrew burgess explaining why aquatic center sustainability measures will reap rewards long into the future well thank you luke uh the thing that I know you wait for, that you anticipate the magazine for, the Cordell statistics, the the look at the state of our industry. Now, there's a, quite a margin of error in this, but it's still just an indicator that we, we do appreciate. Uh, we touched on this. Chris put this in the start, a 28% jump in quarterly figures, Luke. So finally, the numbers have caught up to where we, uh, as the industry, have known where we've been at because we've been running so fast for so long <laughs> We sure now. have. Though it's nice to see an actual statistical reflection of what we perceive. Some big numbers. I mean, Victoria, 38%. Queensland, 26%. Western Australia, up 117% in January to March. And year on year, WA, uh, congratulations. You are back in, in strength to strength, up 63%. With other states there as well, Queensland, New South Wales, and Victoria all up as well. And just SA slightly down, but that's okay. I'm sure they will rebound on the back of a phenomenal pool show the other month, David. Now, I know the thing that you've been uh, waiting for as well, Luke, and our listeners, we only do this once every four issues of the podcast, but we do take a look at the top five online news stories. And of course, we, we need to do the intro, Luke, and uh, I've been working on it, so I just thought we'd, uh, we'd, we'd have a go. Are you ready? 
So ready. I, I've bought my guitar into the studio today. I've, I've never played a guitar, but I think we can, we can have a go at something here. All right. We, all right. I'm, I'm just going to go for it, Luke. Let's, just, hum, let's humor David, guys. All right. Let's go. Top five online news stories. Yeah. I think we're ready, Luke. Uh, yeah. A couple of points on that, David. It's very obvious that it was your first time playing guitar. And if that's what you've been working on and you've put work into that, I hope it's not on our time, mate. And maybe just stick to your day job. A bit of constructive or deconstructive criticism Look, for you. Look, I, I, I think you don't understand the mind of a creative process and person. But let's move on with what we do know. And that is what are the top five online news stories uh, over the last few weeks on Splash, Luke. Yeah, so we're going to rapid fire these, David, or we're going to take our time and explore them a little bit. Uh, let's go. Let's go. Number one, Luke, three Boom. public pools evacuated over Easter period. Now, we touched on this last week in the podcast, or last podcast a couple of weeks ago, excuse me, and we really discussed it. In fact, it became the title of the last podcast. There which is was, no excuse, David. There is no excuse for not being trained and following processes and uh, looking after yourself and our consumers when it comes to managing, maintaining our pools. That's it. And I'm going to jump over and we'll come back to it. But number three, David, again, these are in no particular order. Uh, these are just the top five overall. But well, then this would be number two. They are, but retaining a position. Again, Plungy Eyes, 10,000 new pool installs. So obviously a very uh, well-read article here and it's striking a point with the greater audience. Yeah, look, absolutely. You and I are from that part of the world up here in southeast Queensland and we are definitely seeing that brand uh, out and about on the highways and byways as we travel. So uh, great promotion for our industry uh, to engage with consumers in, in pools in backyards. And try and keep up, David, but we're going to go down to the voluntary recall from Fluidra there. Yeah, look, Fluidra is initiating a voluntary product safety recall. You might have heard about that. In fact, I'd say many of you have because it's one of our top five online news stories. Uh, selecting Astral Pool Natural and LP Gas Swimming Pool Heaters. It's effective immediately in the interest of customer safety. And I think we would just want to pass our congratulations on to them for voluntarily stepping up to the mark in the interests of, of our consumers and our industry. Certainly. And have a look at that article for more details if you do need to have a better idea of those specific data. Uh, and for the trifecta of this podcast, David, Sydney's largest pool since the 2000 Olympics opens at Green Square. Of course, that is the Ganyamar Park Aquatic and Recreation Centre. Something that we've already spoken about on the podcast, it's been across our e-news, it's been uh, in this issue of the magazine, but it is one of the top five stories that has, uh, has created interest, and that is we want to just remember, pay our respects and honour uh, the memory of Adam Lloyd, who uh, sadly passed away, uh, Director of International Quadratics, and Luke and I join with our industry, with the many, to just send our thoughts and our love to the family. Indeed we do, David. Uh, and look, that rounds out our top five online news stories for uh, this podcast, and we'll be back in a minute. Our friends, the very talented and hardworking team at AIS Water have been innovating for decades. Did you know that independent tests and research by Griffith University recently showed that when using liquid or granular chlorine, that pool water was unbalanced for up to 80% of the time? Yet, when tested with AIS Water's disinfection technology, the water was in balance 100% of the time. This same technology has also been shown to save up to 1.6 million litres of water in a 50 metre pool. It's time to farewell history and embrace the new normal of Australian-made water disinfection with AIS Water. 
Well, we know there'd been some changes in WA with the Industry Association. Uh, there's a new sheriff in town in the West, Luke. Tell me about that. Yeah, let's join together and welcome Sadie Davidson as the new Executive Officer of Sparza WA. And what a start it's been. Sadie's walked into COVID restrictions in WA and also coming up to their uh, annual general meeting and annual report. So, uh, Big start for Sadie, and we definitely uh, wish you well in those big shoes to fill. Yeah, certainly a couple of quotes there as well in the article, uh, one from Sadie herself, which says, the sector has proven to be resilient in even the most uncertain of times and is set to thrive uh, in 2021 and beyond. I think that's a that's a great line there. And then also from a representative of Sparza WA, uh, Sadie joined Sparza WA at an important time for the industry with strong growth currently being experienced in the pool building sector. And although new to swimming pool and spa industry, Sadie's experience in energy uh, stands to set her in good stead to build on the strengths of the current Spaza WA and lead the association into the future. Yeah, stay tuned. Watch this space. We will have an interview with Sadie in the next couple of episodes as well uh, as she takes on the role of industry leadership in WA. Speaking of industry leadership, training and summits, all about protecting our industry, promoting, professionalising and growing what we do. Luke, there's been a bunch happening. Victoria, the VBA course, uh, as mentioned in the magazine, as well. Yes, one of the big news items that's been been around for a little while now, David, but continues to go from strength to strength, uh, the training up of pool safety inspectors down in there. Also, uh, just recently, Victoria had a packed house for a couple of courses, chemistry and equipment diagnostics as well, supported by Swimmart, Sunbather and heaps of other local-based businesses. Uh, that was absolutely a, a terrific turnout there to see Victoria engaging in basically training towards certification. Absolutely. And that, like we mentioned in the podcast episode called There's No Excuse, there really is no excuse to not get trained. Uh, this is great foundational and fundamental knowledge from a hydraulics perspective and also a water chemistry perspective that each and every one of us should learn, even in the supply trade, Dave. Uh, from a Sparza perspective of what you speak to, there's been some uh, industry summits state by state. Tell us a little bit about what's been going on there, mate. Yes. So in April, the Sparza summits ran all across the east coast of Australia, uh, running through mostly uh, looking at some of the benefits of Sparza Australia membership, uh, including some tax planning on how to save some tax dollars, or working with the Buy Now Pay Later group to, to make more sales, I guess, at the end of the day. Uh, but how do we make it easy for consumers to make those purchases and get bigger, basically? We also heard, uh, as you've heard on this podcast from Spiros Dasakis, around some of all the wonderful advocacy work that Sparza Australia is doing. I know it was news to some of you who joined there, but yeah, the packed house in Victoria was absolutely a standout for me, David. I couldn't agree more, Luke. It was incredible to see. Something we need to take a look at is the updated Fair Work Bill has now passed into legislation. Now, this bill uh, has a lot of complexity around it. Uh, it's covered in the magazine, and it really does affect those of you who are listening, which is a lot of you for your casual employees. But there is more to it than that. I mean, Luke, this has been a part of your career. You started as a casual in the industry, if I recall. Yeah, casuals play such a pivotal role with what we do, given that we are so seasonal. Uh, sometimes it makes sense to have casual employees, particularly with the ebbs and flows of what we do. So the the contributors here for this article, which you'll find in the magazine, is Fair Work Lawyers. So a couple of points that I just wanted to touch on because these changes have come into place. Fair Work Lawyers say a uh, level of certainty on this issue would be greatly welcomed by employers. So that's sure what we're going to try and do. Yeah. Um, but I just want to give two key takeouts Great. Um, uh, for employers who engage casual employees. 
Employers must, number one, this is David, employers must update their systems and procedures to ensure casual employees are given the correct version of the casual fair work information statement. And number two, Yeah, some David, accountability and responsibility on employers right there. Yeah, go ahead. That's right. And number two, it is strongly recommended that casual employees are engaged under written terms of engagement and those terms should be reviewed to ensure they are consistent with legislative prescriptions in relation to the new test for casual employment. Now, we've already spoken today about the fact that you are flat out, you are busy getting done the work that you need to get done. This is complex, but it is so important to your business uh, to minimize risk and actually protect your business and your people. Uh, I think it might be worth, Luke, getting the guys from People Matters in for an interview around this in a coming episode, Luke, and talk about it. Yeah, for sure. We need to have some more clarification around this. But uh, People Matters Advice Line, for those of you listening, uh, is an exclusive Sparser Australia benefit uh, that we pass through because we think it's so pivotal. Uh, so we actually have that organization, People Matters Advice Line, on retainer for our members to use. Uh, and you get free phone and email support there as well. So just a, a something to bear in mind that is a key resource uh, for our businesses, ours and yours, uh, and something to consider as part of your membership. Yeah, thank you, Luke. We will be back with the wrap-up right after this. Lidra is proud to bring you Magnapool, the world's best and only true mineral pool system, providing the very best in water comfort and clarity. Magnapool is also beneficial to the environment thanks to its unique no-salt formula. Partnered with the all-new Hydroxinator IQ, showcasing innovative features giving you control over scheduling, pump speed, boost and low mode, heaters, lights, pH and chlorine. All this via Wi-Fi connectivity from your smartphone. Smart sensors and ultra-long life cell ensures Magnapool owners save time, save energy and save money. Find out more by going to Magnapool today. Well, that brings us to the close of another podcast. Thanks for sticking with us. And as I typically have taken the habit of doing, I want to leave us with a thought. You know, the great Henry Ford, the, the man who really invented the production line and brought uh, cars into the commonplace. He, uh, he was walking his factory one day and there was a young fella there who he stopped and talked to. And the young man wanted to really impress Henry Ford. And Henry asked him, young man, what is it that you would like to do? And the young man looked at Henry Ford and says, I want to make a million dollars by the time I'm 30. That was a high and lofty achievement uh, even today, but particularly back then. And uh, Henry Ford walked away and uh, he actually came back the next day and found the young man in the factory and he handed him a pair of glasses, but the glasses had two uh, silver dollars stuck over the lenses. And he said to the young man, I, I want you to put these glasses on and tell me what you see. And of course, the young man put the glasses on and said, Mr. Ford, I can't see anything. The dollars are in the way. And that was the lesson from Henry Ford to the young man was making money is not about focusing on the dollars, but it is about solving a problem. And I want to encourage us, and I want to encourage you as a person working in this industry, and thank you for the work you do in helping our consumers, in helping people all over Australia and New Zealand to enjoy the benefits of pool and spa ownership. The work that you do makes people's lives better. And as we focus on people and we solve problems and we make their lives better, the profit takes care of itself. So thank you for all that you do, and we will see you next time on Ready, Set, Splash. Thank <laughs> you.